You know, throughout the history of the church, we've had different ways of evangelizing, but God always gives us ways to evangelize in new ways, one of which, since COVID, has been our digital outreach through the live streams and spreading God's message of mercy in a wider way than many ever before. But there also comes with it some challenges. A lot of you have been writing me uh, of these videos that are appearing out there with my name and face. I'd like to clarify that these are not. There is one that just said, Father Chris says that the world will end in October. I have never said that the world will end in October. Another one said, gave a whole conversation between me and the Blessed Mother. I would love to be able to tell you the Blessed Mother appeared to me, but so far she has not. Uh, and the latest one is Father Chris said, if you eat these foods, you will die. I, I mean, I like my Big Mac. It'll probably end up being not good for me, but I have never said there are certain foods that will kill you if you eat them. Now, there is a video that many of you, hundreds of you have written to me, is this real, Father? It is a, I did a retreat in California near San Francisco, and the retreat was Mary and the Eucharist, and I spent, the, the time was October 13th through the 15th, and I did a talk, a series of talks that were new for me in a way that was really showing Mary's connection with the Eucharist. And at that same church I did the retreat, Mary appeared in a very large monstrance and all the people present saw her. Yes, this is a video from us, or I should say a picture of the monstrance from us. This is authentic to the sense that we, we have something to do with it. Now, there's still a question about the authenticity and I wanna clarify this as well. Um, you know, this has not been approved by the bishop. This has not been analyzed, it just is a something that all the people present saw. And um, I had just left. So the Blessed Mother said, we have to wait for Father Chris to leave before I appear here. I had just left. And um, it was a very large monstrance. And Our Lady fills most of the monstrance. Now, several people have written to you, say, Father, this is a reflection. I understand that. And I'm not, I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the origin is natural or supernatural but we can very see, clearly see the Blessed Mother in that picture. I'm not claiming that this is supernatural and natural. I just wanted to share the joy of what everybody saw. The only thing I would say about the reflection is that would have to mean for the reflection to be that big in the host that, that if that was a statue of Mary, just a reflection of a statue, she would have had to have been about five feet away from the monstrance, maybe 10 feet at the most. Otherwise, if this is from something way back in the end of the church, she would have been about that big in the monstrance. Instead, she filled the whole thing. So being an engineer, I find it hard to believe that it's a reflection because nobody had a statue of her Blessed Mother right in front that would have caused the reflection, but I don't know. So I, I, I did wanna say that the picture is authentic in the sense that it was taken, the event really happened, but I'm not going to claim I know the origin. So I would like to claim this. Now, here's what's fascinating, as I did a talk yesterday with um, Father Richard Heilman on Grace Force. I was on their podcast yesterday. It was late in the evening. We did it from 9 to 10. 
And Father Richard Heilman said the exact same thing. He said, Father, if this was a reflection, it should have been a very small little thing from the back of the church. Optics would not allow it to be so big unless she was right there. Was there a statue of Mary right in front of the monstrance? And, and I found out there wasn't. The whole time I was there, there wasn't. And after I left, there wasn't from our understanding. But he says, what does it mean to you? I says, well, you know what's interesting? She looks like Our Lady of Akita. And Father Richard Heilman stopped and he said, do you realize what that anniversary date was, Father, that that happened? It was the 50th anniversary of Our Lady of Akita. And I said, really? I didn't even realize that, even though I had done a talk on Akita. Our Lady appeared on October 13th, 1973, the year shortly after Roe v. Wade. And I said, she looks like Our Lady of Akita. And what is the message of Our Lady of Akita? It's probably the most stern, most direct warning from heaven through our Blessed Mother to stop sinning, to stop sinning. And what we have to understand is Mary has told us, she said it at Fatima, she said it at La Salette, she has said it, at, at almost all of these approved apparitions, that sin offends our Lord, and we have to stop sinning. Now, what I find is fascinating is because why, people were writing, why would Mary be on the Eucharist? And I got several that are saying, you're heretic, even claiming that Mary appeared over Jesus, she's covering Jesus. No. She's in the heart of Jesus. What did Jesus say the last thing he did in this world? What was his very last act that he ever did on this earth? He gave us the gift of Mary. And what did he say to John, who represented all of us disciples? Take her into your home. That is a euphemism at the time for put into your heart. So Jesus is telling us the last thing he did on this earth, take Mary into your heart. Now, all this sudden has started to come together for me, and I am not going to stand here and say, I am right. I know the answers. This is supernatural. I don't know. It was not approved by any bishop. It's not been analyzed. I don't know. I'm sharing with you at this point, what happened? Because many of you are asking, and I want to share with you what my feelings were last night. To me, one of the, the talks I did at that conference in San Francisco, and I felt San Francisco, I always prayed for San Francisco, because San Francisco is really the epicenter of the redefinition of marriage and human sexuality. If you're going to need a place to start a reform. It's got to be at the epicenter of where Satan launched this attack on, on human sexuality and the family, San Francisco. So here I am, and I'm talking about Eucharistic miracles. I did five talks there, and one of them, they were all on Mary and the Eucharist. And then the, the talk, one that I did was on Eucharistic miracles, and every Eucharistic miracle that has been approved and tested scientifically has been shown to be 
human heart tissue. Human heart tissue. And I tell the story on the Eucharistic Miracles about the Buenos Aires in 1999 or 1996. I talk about Dr. Castanhão Gomez, who is the, the cardiologist that reported on it. I'm not making anything up myself. I'm just reporting what the scientific studies have shown in a Eucharistic miracle. The Eucharistic miracle is the fact that this host and all the hosts that have been tested that have had Eucharistic miracles like blood, bleeding, it shows it is human heart tissue. So all of a sudden it starts to make sense to me as I'm getting, most letters are supportive, and I, and I understand we should be skeptical. But thinking that Mary appearing on the Eucharist is heresy, I don't think makes sense. Because Jesus told her to put her into our heart, put her, take her into your home, which is a euphemism for take her into your heart. She appears on the Eucharist, and what is the Eucharist? It's the heart of Jesus. Jesus, to me, was showing us that Mary is in his heart. And if she's in his heart, she's good enough to be in our heart. That is the message I felt. And when I thought she looked like Akita, and Father Richard Heilman said, this is the fifth, this, this conference that you had on Mary and the Eucharist in San Francisco was on the 50th anniversary of Akita, I'm like, whoa, is Our Lady telling us something? I don't know. The only thing that makes me doubt would be it certainly wouldn't be through me because I know Our Lady needs work to do on me yet, has a lot of work to do on me yet. That's the only thing that causes me to doubt. I don't know if it's supernatural or if it's natural, but for all of you who are writing, God bless you. Yes, this is not some made up video on YouTube that like the other ones that I mentioned earlier. This is one we did have involvement with. Now, brother Mark tested the photograph. He has a great background in science and technology and architecture. That photograph was not altered. He was able to determine it was not Photoshopped. It was not altered. But whether or not it could have been something natural, some kind of reflection, I don't know again. I can't claim it was or it wasn't. All I know is in a place like San Francisco, on the 50th anniversary of Akita, where Mary warned what? What did we just hear Brother Ryan speak about? He's an excellent reader, isn't he? And I love his haircut. Look at his haircut. It's shorter than mine now. And, and, and what did he read about? Sin. And what was the message that Mary gave us at Akita? What is the message San Francisco needs to hear? Not just San Francisco, the whole world. Stop sinning and offending our Lord. That's why I was like, okay, Lord, maybe this isn't authentic. Maybe this isn't real because I'm such a big sinner. And it really hurts me every time I meditate on the Lord being in the magony of the garden because, you know, he saw all our sins, past, present, or future. And when I think about the Lord in the agony of the garden, and I know for a fact that the sweat of blood that was pouring down, at least one of those drops of sweat of blood was for my sins personally, as a priest. And so if we listen, though, to Our Lady of Akita, 
the message is strong. She says, stop sinning. And you know what else she said? She said, pray the rosary for the Pope, for the bishops and the priests. At Akita, we always hear this, but we don't know where it came from. It came from Akita. There will come a time when cardinals will be against cardinals, bishops will be against bishops, and priests will be against priests. You know what else was happening at that exact moment that that retreat on Mary and the Eucharist was happening in San Francisco on the 50th anniversary of Akita? The Synod. Cardinal against cardinal, priest against priest, bishop against bishop. We must listen to Our Lady of Akita. Let's stop putting our will ahead of God's will. I'm first and foremost. And we have to realize what Our Lady is warning us. Our Lady is telling us. But notice every time she speaks, she used the word if. If we don't turn back to God, if we don't stop offending him, then these things will happen. She warned at Akita that if we don't stop, there will be a greater chastisement of mankind than even the deluge. A greater chastisement of all of mankind, even greater than the flood, where much of humanity will be stricken. She said nobody will be spared, not even the priests. And so we need to heed her words. Is it meant for us to think God is this vengeful, mean God? No, he's been so merciful for how long now, holding back his hand? How long has he been merciful? How long has he been holding back his hand? Quite longer than we deserve. And so if God does allow a chastisement, we have nobody to blame but ourselves. We don't blame God. And I keep thinking, my goodness, there I am in the epicenter of San Francisco on the 50th anniversary of Akita, and her message is about priests against priests, bishops against bishops, cardinals against cardinals. Pray for the synod. Pray. And most of all, her message was pray the rosary for the Holy Father. So I wanted to share with you this morning because that message is the first reading that Brother Ryan just read, the danger of sin. And when I read that as the daily reading today, I was like, whoa, Lord. This to me is such a screaming loud picture. How much more clear could our Lord and our Lady make it, at least to me? What I'm telling you, you don't have to believe, you don't have to follow. I am not giving you magisterial teaching. But I am telling you what the magisterium teaches, and that is Our Lady brings us to Jesus, and Jesus brings us to the Father. So let us on this day, and you know what's also very interesting? October 24th is the day that the Marian Fathers, once a year, dedicate as our one day, huge day of atonement. The day that we atone, fast, and pray for the sins of mankind. That is today. And when I read this reading and the first reading, which had nothing to do with us Marian fathers, is about sin and atoning. And October 24th is our day around the congregation. Now, we celebrated here in Stockbridge with our uh, day of, um, of uh, retreat day. But it's the day of the year that we celebrated around our congregation. I don't know about you all, 
But if this isn't a wake-up call, I just pray that starting with myself and all of our Marian helpers, we can acknowledge what is happening. This is the time to turn back to our Lord, trust in him, receive his mercy, be merciful to each other, and trust in the gift that he gives us in his mother. Mary appearing on the Eucharist is not covering God. It's Jesus in showing us she's in his heart. To me, telling us it's okay. Take her into your heart too. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.